Amen. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in the house of God? You know, after such a powerful conference that we had, the natural thing that most people do is that they relax. But that's not what to do in times like this. Look at your neighbor, say, keep firing on. Oh, keep moving on, keep moving on. Don't relax, don't slow down, amen. Don't slow down, your enlargement is here. Ah, your amen is looking for my trouble. I said, your enlargement is here. Please, can somebody agree with the Spirit of God? Your enlargement is here. I said, your enlargement is here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We told you, amen is not a church word. Amen is, I am in agreement with God. He says, whatever God says is yes and amen. That means, I agree to the word of God. Somebody holler, it's my season of enlargement. Ah, you are looking for my trouble tonight. I say, holler, it's my season of enlargement. Say it like you are serious. It's my season of enlargement. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You are breaking forth on every side. Whether the devil likes it or not, you are breaking forth. Amen, somebody. Wow, it's good to be back home. I had to go on honeymoon, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I tell you, I put on, uh, I think it was on my Instagram. I highly recommend honeymoon for everybody. Amen. Whether married uh, for a long time or newly married, just once in a while, do another honeymoon. Amen. Praise God. It will do something to your marriage. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, a son of the living God. Now, um, we're so glad to be back home after such a long flight. I think it was about 16 hours. And, um, you know, I wanted to tell someone, one of the pastors to preach tonight, but I thought, you know what? Let me just do this thing, man. This is what, what I do. This is who I am. Amen. And so tonight I will just deliver a short word and then we will pray. Amen. Uh, we need to finish by 8 o'clock because uh, I think our uh, this young man that is walking up and down decide that he will not switch on the generator for us. So according to the load shedding timetable, the devil is a liar. We bind that timetable in the name of Jesus. Light is fully restored back to South Africa. In the name of Jesus Christ. And the church say, Amen. Alright, so um, I'm just going to just encourage us with a word or two. Great word preached by uh, Pastor Benji and Pastor KG. Uh, listen to the messages. Awesome, awesome word. Uh, it's amazing church you don't know what you have in south africa you know we went to thailand and we couldn't find a church in thailand no, they were recommending for us to go to buddha's temple ah, the devil is a liar i tell you and you are here in the house of god hearing the word of god and we take them for granted many people are sitting at home Yes, it's good to connect online, but be in the house of God. I mean, for them, going to Buddha's temple is a monument. For, that is, you know, we met an American lady. We were sitting with a few, I think it was two South African ladies and an American lady. And she was describing Buddha's temple for us that we, it's an experience, an encounter we must have. I said, Lord Jesus. And Christians can't even talk about their own, the house of God. Something must change, oh. Look at your neighbor say, something must change. Oh, yeah. Something must change. We need to be proud of who we are and the God we serve. Am I talking to somebody? We need to be proud. I mean, these people are describing Buddha as if he's one guy that is, has raised the dead. He himself is dead. Amen, somebody. But Jesus is alive. You need to brag about him. Amen, church of God. 
glory to God. Well, let's go to our scripture. We're continuing with our conference. It's our season of enlargement. We're not going to stop preaching enlargement. You must get it by fire, by force. I made a promise to God. I said, everyone in this house will experience enlargement. Nobody will be exempted. You will not be exempted. I said, your children will not be exempted. Your business will not be exempted. Your marriage will not be exempted. Everything in your life must experience what? Enlargement. Say amen like you are serious. Glory to God. Let's read Jabez's story once more. It's a story that, you know, you just can't exhaust. I don't care which preacher you are. No matter how much revelation. If you read deep into that story, there is just so much you can get from there. The Bible says um, Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. I mean, already that's one topic that can be preached for one hour. Say amen. You know, <laughs> Father, thank you for your word. And we ask that you bless the ministration of your word. Give us understanding. Open our eyes to see that which we've not seen before in Jesus name and the church say amen well according to theologians the book of the first book of the book of first chronicles and second chronicles was written by the high priest the priest Ezra and um, well that's from theologians they told us that it was Ezra that wrote those two books and um, and also wrote his own book the book of Ezra and I mean, from chapter 1, if you study from chapter 1 of the book of First Chronicles, he began to give us the genealogy of our, descent, our, our ancestors, our forefathers. He began to give us their genealogy, the, the descendants of Israel. He began to name them one after the other. This one gave birth to this, gave birth to that. And then he did all this from chapter 1, 2, 3, and then even in chapter 4. But all of a sudden, in verse 9, he broke off all of a sudden. Meaning that there is a guy you need to study. There is something about this guy that God had to put a touch light on him. That all of a sudden, talking about the genealogy of Israel, and, and you know, of how Israel came to be to where they are, even to the time of David. And, and all of a sudden, just broke off and now shine the torchlight on just one person and the bible says that this guy named jabez was more honorable than his brethren now i don't want to talk about honor church listen to me you will not experience enlargement if you don't know how to honor people you know we live in a generation of dishonor this is a generation that dishonors people dishonors both children father mother parents dishonor spiritual parents dishonor government dishonor leadership listen you will not experience enlargement with dishonor this guy you see when when god talks about someone look at what was said about the person by god before you begin to claim what the guy experienced from god are we together the bible says he was more honorable than his brethren that means that this guy showed so much honor in the midst of the fact that his mother bore him in sorrow. You know, church, when the Bible talks about the mother bearing him in sorrow, it, it doesn't just talk about, uh, you know, the mother bore him in sorrow and, and named him Jabez. It means every day when the mother sees him, he says, you are the beginning of my trouble. Church, and let me tell you, whether you like it or not, the words of your parents are loaded upon your life. They are loaded. They carry so much weight. When your mother wakes up in the morning and says, all my trouble began with you. My sorrow started with you. Life became unbearable with you. Everything was hard with you. The mother bore him in sorrow and she made it known to him. Because you see, the guy would not have cried to God if the mother was not saying it. I don't know if you read the Bible like me. I read the Bible painting pictures. I read the Bible. When I read the Bible, I, I paint, I, I think I should have been a, a, a writer of movies because I read the Bible with pictures. And I'm picturing this young man who is, is it church? You know, this scripture is very interesting. 
Do you know that between verse 9 and verse 10 is years? Hello. It's not just that Jabez was born in sorrow and then he now cried unto the Lord. No. Years went by. This guy just got tired of being the pain in the pot. He was just the guy that everybody looked at and called him sorrow. Everything around his life was not working. Nothing was going forward. Nothing moved forward. Nothing. If he was in ministry, ministry was not doing well. If he was in business, business was bankrupt. If he was working, no promotion. Everything was hard in this guy's life. His marriage, if he was married, marriage was just, I mean, ups and downs. Whether, I mean, it's, it's like every day we're threatening each other for divorce. That was the situation of this guy. Jabez. Very interesting guy. And, and you know, when, when I was, when I, every time I, when the Lord gave me this word about supernatural enlargement, you know, the, one of the things I asked God is, Lord, what, what is special about this guy? What is special? Because you see, church, let me tell you, how many of you know the Bible says what he said to one, he said to how many? To all. That means what he does for one, he can do for all. So anything I see in the Bible, when I see a storyline in the Bible, when I see someone that God has located, I will find out why is this guy special? Because I want to be special to my father. Can I hear an amen? I want to be a special pastor. I want to be a special leader. I want to be a special husband. I want to be a special man. I don't just want to be any man that just came into this world unrecognized, dies with no influence. I want to leave this world where by the time I go to be with my father, my influence will be all over the world. Say amen. So I want to know what makes people special in the Bible. This guy, the Bible says, was named Jabez because his mother bore him in sorrow. But the character of this man is that he was more honorable than his brethren. Church honor. I don't want to, I, 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 I promise that I was not going to preach long. I want us to pray. I really want us to pray. I, I took time to listen to the message, some of the messages of the conference. You know, I didn't listen to all because I was on honeymoon. I mean, I have a wife to to make sure that the moon is very honey. Amen. Glory to God. I can't go there now and, you know, praise God, somebody. So, but, you know, and I picked up a few prayer points that I want us to pray tonight, you know. So, the Bible says that this guy, he was more honorable than his brethren. Church, listen. Maybe I will, I will take time to do a teaching on honor on honor the man Mike Murdoch I read one of his book some time ago I can't even remember the title it had to do with wisdom and he said something he says honor is the key to access honor is what the key to access wife if you truly want to access your husband's heart you honor him no lady said amen let me let me change the topic of my message i think i need to preach on you know something else amen honor don't dishonor people don't dishonor people no matter how small they are don't dishonor them don't disregard people can i hear an amen honor is the key to access honor everyone everyone you meet church of god let me tell you there are three things that changes a man's life. This, I'm, I'm talking from my personal life experience. Three things I've noticed in this life that has brought me at least the little, little tiny glory I've seen in my life. Three major things. Number one, number one is opportunities. The opportunities God presents to you. Listen to me, church. Every day you wake up, there are opportunities before you. There are opportunities there. God will set before you opportunities. What you do with them will determine how far you go in life. Say amen. What? Opportunities. Somebody say opportunities. That's why you must prepare. One of the things I'm going to be teaching while I'm doing this series of 
enlargement, enlarge my territory, is that church, you need to get ready for enlargement. I can tell you now, many people sitting in church here, today, not, let's not even talk about those who are not in church, are not ready for enlargement. When Jabez prayed this prayer, let me tell you, let me, let me, let me just digress a little bit. When Jabez prayed this prayer, Lord, enlarge my territory. The first territory that Jabez prayed for enlargement is his mind. The first territory that must be enlarged is between your ears. If that is not enlarged, you are going nowhere. Church, we have seen it. You know, I have been privileged to bless people with things. I have given people cars and they sold it. And they are, see, I gave them car. I, I bought a car, gave it to them as a gift. They sold the car and they are entering buses today. You know why? Their mind was not there. Am I communicating? Their mind was not, the first enlargement is what? Your mind. When he prayed that prayer, the first enlargement is here. Stop praying that God will give you bigger salary, bigger this, bigger territory. Big. No, first is your mind. Your mind needs to be enlarged. You need to think bigger than where you are. If you don't enlarge your mind, when God gives you the enlargement, the enlargement will come down to the level of your mind. Why? Because you cannot go. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, what happens? So is he. There is nothing you can do to someone. That's like taking somebody in abject poverty, abject, living in a shack, move them to a mansion somewhere, either in Mayas, that equal estate, a mansion that is 100 million rent. If care is not taken, if that guy, somebody does not help his mind, he will turn that mansion to a shark. You will see him go and buy, there is a stove in the kitchen. He will go and buy those stoves that have two, those ring stoves. Buy it from a, a, a five ranch shop and put it in the middle of the lounge and start cooking there. You know why? What? The mind. The mind. So your first port of call is, Lord, help my capacity in my mind. You need to build capacity in your mind. You need to start thinking beyond where you are. Start thinking beyond where you are. I was telling you, I'm going to give you three things that, for me, I've experienced that has made the little, tiny glory I've seen in my life. These three things. Number one is opportunity. Number two is relationship. Number two is what? Relationship. Relationship is so vital. Listen, church. Relationship is so vital that you cannot quantify what relationship can do for you. And unfortunately, many believers don't know how to maintain relationship. We disregard people. We think because they are small today, church, you don't know what anybody can become tomorrow. Please build relationship. I beg you, build relationship. The person you are looking down on today, you, you cannot imagine what God can do with them. I'm telling you, church, you know, today, I, I look at my story and I'm thinking, you know, there are people who despised me years ago. George, I wanted to marry a lady, young lady. We were in the, those years when we were young, in our early 20s. I've told you the story many times. I told, and I mean, I'm so close to this family. I'm close to the mom. The mom and I, we are like five and six. I mean, mommy has approved. In our church years ago, many years ago, when you meet a lady, when you see a lady that you feel God is leading you to marry, you don't go to the lady. I know I probably now they've changed it. But you go to the pastor in charge of marriage. Then the pastor will call the lady in. I, I don't know why they did that. Obviously, it's to avoid certain things because, I mean, you, there are some Christian brothers even in this church now. Who have gone to five ladies the lord told me you are the one 
next day the lord told me you are he, 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 amen amen somebody one of my son came to me and said daddy there are three of them i don't know which one to choose i said the devil is a liar you, the spirit of confusion has taken over you amen and eventually guess what he never married the three he found somebody else from outside the church that's why ladies listen when a man comes to you be very direct you can't be playing games now listen if you are 30 years and a man is approaching you and you are thinking of taking off your clothes you are stupid that's the bro what do you want uh you know i want us to be friends what kind of friend uh you know friend no i am listen i passed the age of friend and no friend boyfriend girlfriend if you don't have any mission leave my destiny alone because some of you right now you are in park because some man has okay let me leave that alone relationship somebody say relationship build relationships relationships are vital i take care of when i when i when i get into a relationship with someone i nurture the relationship i nurture it i take care of it especially when i know that listen man this man is this man or this woman is of my tribe we have the same mind we think the same we behave the same we believe in the same thing we have the same faith you know i'm not sure that relationship i know sure i know when god brings people into my life and i also know when the devil brings people into my life you must know those two things i told you human beings are like lifts lift has two directions what are they up or where down so are human beings when they come into your life is either they take you up or they take you where down you better be careful who comes into your life you should know when satan sends somebody to your life can i hear an amen know when the devil is sending somebody into your life be careful be careful so that you keep some people in the outer court. It's not everybody that is supposed to be in your holy of holies. Can I hear an amen? There are many people in your life right now that you are brought into the holy of holies that are causing you problems. They have things to say because they came into your inner space. Can I hear an amen? If you had kept them in the outer court, they will not have what to say against you. And you need to make sure that you avoid such people from coming into your inner circle but those who God brings into your life you protect the relationship you protect it one of my friend one of the guest speakers was telling me I mean most of these guest speakers that you know come to our church I meet them through other men of God one of them said to me one day he says I am now more closer to you than the person that introduced me to you why? Because of how I nurture relationship. Take care of relationship. Destiny relationships. Take care of them. Nurture them. And number three thing I know that has changed my life is revelation. Somebody say revelation. Apostle Joshua Selman preached on it. The hearing ear and the seeing eyes. What do you see? What do you see? You see, revelation will determine how you think. Say Amen. Revelation will determine how you see. Say amen. Revelation will determine your character. Revelation will determine your destiny. What do you see? How you see, how you think is dependent on... Church, these things are very critical things to enlargement. Supernatural enlargement. You want to experience enlargement? These three things, listen to me. Let me tell you, your life is dependent on who you know right now. I know I've heard Christians say, I don't, I know no man, I know nothing, I don't want to know any man. Is a listen to me. Life is built on relationship. Even listen to me. The, many of how many of you are born again? The reason you are going to heaven is because you have a relationship with Jesus. If you remove that relationship, I promise you, if you die now, you'll be surprised who will welcome you. The people that will receive you, you don't want to meet them. Amen, somebody? I told you the story of uh, a lady called Jabu who has passed on now. Used to work for Rand, is it Rand Clinic. What's that? South Rand Clinic. And, and she, many years ago, she bought a house from me and, and she told me a story. 
And I mean, I will never forget because then she wasn't born again. So she said something to me. She says, you know, I noticed something. Now, this is a layman, unbeliever talking to a pastor. She says, I noticed something that when people want to die, and they know Jesus, they've been reading their Bible. When they want to die, they die so peacefully. They even tell you, no, don't worry, I'm okay. Let me go, you know. They, they want to go. He said, but I have also noticed that people who are not, who don't have Bible, they don't read Bible, they don't pray. When they are in hospital, when they want to die, they are begging you to help them, to save them, so that they can still stay here. Why? Because of relationship. Somebody say relationship. That's why you need to keep relationship. If you want to matter in this life, keep relationship. Keep relationship. Protect relationships. I'm telling you, there, there are people who have left this church unceremoniously that today, if they have stayed here, only God knows the level they would have been. Believe me, I know what I'm saying. Let me tell you, Timothy's life changed when he met Paul. Say amen. amen. Timothy's life did what? He when Peter met Jesus, everything about Peter changed. Peter was a broke, busted, bankrupt uh, fisherman. That business was shutting down just by meeting Jesus. Jesus said, listen, you have failed in fishing. Don't worry, I'm making you fishers of men. Today, we are still preaching Peter. Hello, church. Are we together? That's how powerful relationships are. That's why before you break away from this church, please just make sure that it's God that is sending you to break away. Don't just wake up one morning, get offended, get, you know, and then you leave church. No, that's not how to end a relationship. Amen, somebody. Relationships are powerful. They are powerful. You never can tell who will say something about you somewhere that is important. Am I communicating? Relationships are, are powerful. So, let's get back to Jabez. Man, I've deviated from my message. But the first thing is, you need to make sure that you pray that God helps you, gives you grace to enlarge your mind. Your mind gets broadened. In many ways, you can build your mind through education. Education is important. Say amen. amen. Don't let anybody tell you that uh, all the billionaires in this world, all, none of them are, went to school. Listen, those era is gone. We are in the era where you need to be educated. Say amen. amen. And then you need to be exposed. Exposure will teach you so many things. I've never been to Thailand before. Now I'm, I went to Thailand. I've learned new things. I've learned new things. I've learned the culture of a certain kind of people. I've learned that these people need Jesus Christ. Church, listen. Man, I keep deviating from my message. Anyway, you know, when, when I was telling, uh, I think it was the, uh, Pastor Benji when they came to pick us from the airport and um, my son Uche, I was talking to them in the car and, and I said to them, I said, you know, uh, there are three feasts in the in major feast in the Bible. It's the feast of Passover. Passover is when the children of Israel crossed from Egypt to where? To Canaan. Amen. So that was the Passover feast when God told them to roast the lamb and, and place the blood on the doorpost. That's the Passover. So everybody must go through Passover. Everyone here. If you haven't been through Passover, you don't you can't experience Pentecost. Amen is so scarce today. Am I, did I come back with, do I look like Buddha? <laughs> the devil is a liar. Why are you all not saying amen to me? <laughs> I rebuke the spirit of Thailand. <laughs> I'm joking. Amen. <laughs> Church, listen. The feast of Passover. That is when you become born again. Then now, from there, we move to the feast of Pentecost. Pentecost is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Say amen. amen. How many of you are praying tongues in this place? Alright, so you've been through the, the feast of Pentecost. Now, the last feast 
which the church needs to experience now is the Feast of Tabernacle. Somebody say the Feast of Tabernacle. Which is the Feast of Ingathering, where the whole world, God wants to get the whole world saved. Let me tell you, this supernatural enlargement, as much as it is for our business, finances, our jobs, our families, our natural material life, it's more about the kingdom of God. It's more about the great harvest of souls. It's more about the, the harvest, the ingathering of millions of people into the church of Jesus. That look, a time is coming now. Look, it's getting obvious and obvious that very soon ownership will be done in stadium. That's the truth. So we, we are getting there. We are getting and and any and church, let me tell you. That's why God has chosen Africa now to bear that. And, and we as Africans, we shouldn't say, okay, God has chosen us in this last day. What it means is that God has sent us to the rest of the world to go preach the gospel. As I'm preaching now, people are watching me in Canada. People are watching in America. People are watching all over the world. In Nigeria, people are watching everywhere. Can I hear an amen? People are watching in Paris. God has sent us to take this gospel to the rest of the world. But now, the onus lies on us that we as God's people are even serious. Church, let me ask you a question. You know, I, I, I read the story. I think it was, I don't know which of the speakers. It was Apostle Joshua that spoke about the madman of Gadara. When he was talking about the contend is it contending for the warfare dimension of of enlargement now church listen i went back to that story i read that story jesus said to this man he wanted to go with jesus jesus said to him no don't come with me go to thy brethren and tell them what good thing god has done for you church this man left jesus went and got 10 cities saved my question was Apostle Felix, you have been preaching. Look at all the pastors I anointed recently. All of you that have anointed, you have been in this church. That's why when people are looking for title, I'm look, what, what are you looking for? Go and do the work out there. Stop looking. This thing is not based on title. The works that I do, you shall do also. Greater works than this because I go to my father. My question is, what did Jesus do to one man that made this man leave Jesus and go and get 10 cities saved? What is it that I'm not doing as Apostle Felix that Jesus did? What is it? What would I tell Uche and, and tell, just get him saved, talk to him and tell Uche, listen, you, don't come with me. Don't come to Thailand. Don't come. <laughs> go, go, to, go to your people go there and then the next thing I will hear is that the whole of Soweto is saved because of one man I led to Christ what did Jesus do I want to find out so that I can do it to you because you need to be set on fire we have you know men the kind of revelation we have today Revelation is no Moscas. I mean, if it's Bible, God has given revelation to many people. I mean, there is no message now. You want a message, just type message. Any message you want. It will show 50 or 30 or 100 pastors who have preached on the same topic. But yet, it seems like the more revelation we have, the, more, the less work we do. And those who had little revelation did more work. How come we still preaching the Acts of the Apostles? How come we still preaching about the Apostles of old? And now we are not even talking about ourselves. What is it that these people did? Can you just imagine in this church we have 50 Apostle Felix? Let's not even talk about Jesus now. Jesus is too far. Just me, as simple and as small as I am. 
just 50 of me that have my faith, that have my belief system, that have the dead devil spirit I have, that have the boldness I have, that have the knowledge of God that I have, that have the, I mean, you, you know what we will do? We will choke Satan out of Johannesburg. Not even just out, out of South Africa. For the spirits that govern this land to appear to me and say, hey, why do you want to take this nation from me? There is something they know about me. So imagine if we have 10 of me in this church. Just 10. What will happen? But you see, what are we looking for? Title. You'll be surprised at people who are offended that I didn't ordain them pastors. They are offended. Right now, they, I won't go to church for the next one month. Imagine they ordained pastors, deacons, and they didn't call my name. My friend, it's not by ordination. Let your work speak for you. Am I communicating? Let your work speak for you. I, I am not a man. I wish you can call me Felix. All me, for me, is do the work. Do the work. Let me see you do the work. There's no need for title. Just do the work. I, I, many pastors have come here to this church, and when they come, ordain pastors out there. When you come here, you are not a pastor. You are a brother. If you are a pastor ordained somewhere, you come here, you are a sister. Listen, my own wife was pastoring a branch of a church. When she came here, I ordained her a pastor. Because it's not, this thing is not about title. It's about the works that you do. The works that you do. If you have won 300 souls to this house, establish them. There is nobody, in fact, I will make you an archbishop. Arch, I will, I will ordain you above me. I will just put you in his head. I anoint you, you are the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm joking, amen. But you see, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that church, we should be, this generation is so title and position conscious that we have stopped doing the works. The madman of Gadara was not an apostle. He was not a pastor. He was not a prophet. He was not a teacher. He was not an evangelist. He left Jesus. Go and tell your people what good things God has done for you. That was all. And this guy left and changed ten cities. By the time Jesus appeared, the whole cities gathered because of one man. Can we have that one man here in this house? That's what I'm talking about, enlargement. Enlargement is not we have too much money in the account, we don't know what to do with it. No, the devil is a liar. I love what Apostle Joshua said. He said, he said some people, is God that is keeping them small to help their destiny. Because if God blesses you, ah, there's trouble. There's trouble. They are brothers now. The only reason you are still with your wife and honoring your wife and honoring your marriage is because you don't have money. The day you have money, Abba. That day you come home, they just paid you one million. You used to call your wife, honey, we come back. Sibongile, come here. Honey, your food is, is that how you talk to me? Your voice, can you, do you know who you are talking to? <laughs> you are talking, this is your wife. Oh. Do you know who I am? Your wife. You, do you realize I'm the head of this house? Listen, brothers, if you have to tell your wife you are the head, something is wrong with your head, your headship. When you are truly the head, the carpet we know. The DSTV we know. <laughs> the food on the dining table we know. The plate we know. Even the ants that are crawling we know. This guy is the head of the house. You don't, you don't know. It's not if you have to threaten your wife. Do you know I'm the head of this house? You are not the head yet. We need to question your headship. Amen, somebody. Praise God. It, it comes with your works. 
It comes with what? Your words. Everybody we know, you are the head. It's not, I, I mean, I can't come out now and threaten you guys. Do you realize I'm the head or I'm the one in charge of this ministry? Why would I do that? No. No. Why would I do that? I was in, uh, in Thailand and I, after the Kimbendi taught on Wednesday, I sent him a message. I said, I listened to the message. I said, son, great word. Great word. I didn't have time to listen. I only listened to Pastor Cage's message on the flight today as I was flying back from, uh, you know, Thailand. I listened to the message and I encouraged them. Great word. I'm not scared as a father. Listen to me. I am praying that they better than me. That's a father. I'm praying. Listen, I, you see, one of my prayers for this house is that God will raise great apostles, great prophets. I want them, I want men and women in the prophetic. Raise those sharp. That is, they can see in the realm of the spirit like is they are seeing a brother. So that when the devil wants to attack us, they already know they will come. Daddy, listen, I saw this, 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 this. Amen, somebody. But I mean, I'm not talking after you ate one bowl of Iwiza. And then I saw every day you are seeing things. No. That's not how God shows things. Amen. God will show you things. Pray about it. Make sure it's God. Before you come to me. Daddy, I saw cockroach on the altar. Next tomorrow, you saw python by the gate. The next week, you saw antelope by the children's church. No, the devil is a liar. Go to the forest and live with them. Don't, don't. Amen. Amen, somebody. Amen. My time is up. I said I was going to finish. I haven't even entered my message. Oh, boy. Jesus. <laughs> I, I want to, Okay, let me... Can I do something for 10 minutes? Let me go to my message at least so it doesn't look like I didn't preach. <laughs> Try, Jesus, help me. Hey, and Lord said it. Maybe... <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> it's the spirit of Thailand. <laughs> My goodness. Chai, chai, chai. God, God, help me. Genesis 26. Let me touch my message at least. So it will look like I have, I have 15 minutes. We're going to pray for five minutes. I'll speak on my message for 10 minutes. Genesis 26. This was my message, actually. Genesis 26. Uh, let's read from verse 12. Genesis 26. The Lord sent me here to come and tell somebody that this is what he has done in the conference. He said, And Isaac sowed in the land and received in the same year, how many? A hundredfold. And the Lord did what to him? The Lord blessed him. Somebody say, I'm blessed. The Lord has blessed you in this conference. Say amen like you are serious. All right, let's run very quick. The man was great, went forward, and grew until he became what? Very. Somebody say, very great. I prophesy that over your life. You shall be very great. You will become stronger than your enemies. You will be stronger than a nation. You shall be very great in the name of Jesus Christ. Keep going, keep going. And the Bible says he had possession of flocks, possession of herds, great stuff, servants, and the Philistines envied him. This is one thing that comes with enlargement. Envy. You must learn how to deal with envy. If you don't know how to handle envy, you cannot handle enlargement. I think, let me preach this message another day. There is so much I need to say from this. But, uh, the Philistines envied him. Next verse. See all that they did just to make sure that they stop his enlargement. For all the wells which his father's servant had digged in the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines had stopped them. What did they do? Listen to me. The devil wants to stop your enlargement. Look at your neighbor say, don't allow him. Oh yeah, don't allow him at all. They, the Philistines had stopped them and filled them with earth. Next verse. Next verse. And Abimelech said unto Isaac, go from us, for thou art mightier than us. That will be said by the leaders of this nation to you. They will say to you, you are mightier than this nation. I pray and prophesy over your life. One of you will be greater than this nation. Each of you will be greater than the economy of this nation. 
I declare supernatural enlargement on your life. Oh, can somebody receive this in the name of Jesus? Church, I came with the voice of prophecy tonight to prophesy into your life. He said, and I prophesied as I was commanded and dead bones came together and they became a mighty army just by the spirit of prophecy. So please, when I speak it, receive it. Next verse. Keep going. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. Next verse. Keep going. And Isaac did again. Somebody say again. When the enemy stopped you once, what do you do? Try again. Look at your neighbor and say, don't stop. Because many of you give up at one attack of the enemy. I'm tired. Listen to me. Today we are raising a church of people that quit church, quit God, quit everything Bible because of attack. Let me tell you, church, you have seen me go through things. In these 10 years, some of you who have been here in this church, in these 11 years, you've seen me go through attacks. You've seen me go through hell and high waters. But every time the devil throws the punches, we keep moving. I will tell you guys my story, not because I want to bring down myself. No. Church, I told you guys I cried in court. When the previous owner wanted to take this property, I cried. Fist, not... <laughs> I was wailing inside court when they gave judgment to the previous owner to auction this property. In your very eyes, it was a Wednesday. Court finished at two. I came here, preached a message to let the devil know you are not stopping us. All this, I'm under attack. I stopped coming to church. I just wonder, what kind of Christians are we raising today? These are the Christians. Listen to me, church. All they that love Jesus, that, that we serve him, we go through persecution. He says, in this world, you will have tribulation. He said, but be of good cheer. I have overcome this world and his ability to hurt you. Church, you will go through things. When you go through them, don't quit. When they close your well, don't quit. Am I talking to somebody? When they shut down your business, don't quit. Go register another one. We don't quit. Oh. We don't quit. No. No. Fire on. Fire on. A man left you, divorced you, keep moving. Lord Jesus, my eyes are on you. I know you have a greater plan for me. One day, that you will thank that man for living. I'm telling you, you will give that man an offering. You will prepare an offering and say, I want to go and meet him. Thank you. You just write him a check. Thank you for leaving me. Had you not left with this, your big head. No, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Had you not left, I would not have met this right man. Amen, somebody. For I know the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a hope and a future. Church, don't let anybody... No, 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 no. We are not of them that look back. We don't quit in trouble. They that must live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Many are the afflictions. How many? Are the afflictions of the righteous. He dug a well. What did they do? They closed it. They closed it. Every time you want to make a giant step, enlargement has come. You have been prophesied upon. Great things have been said to you. Word have been preached to you. God has released the spirit of enlargement. Guess what? Who will come next? Is Satan to close your wells. And I'm preparing you now so that you don't say, ha, after all, we just came out from ownership. No! That's Satan for you. If I don't teach you this type of thing, some of you will backslide. And say, after all, we just came out from conference. How come I'm not experiencing enlargement? Next verse. My God. He says, And Isaac dig the well of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham, his father, and the Philistines had stopped after the death of Abraham. And he called the name of the names after the names by which his father had called them. Next verse. 
Next verse. And Isaac's servant digged in the valley and found there a well of spring water. Next verse. And the headsmen of Gerah did what? They strive with... Listen to me. This is part of the process you will go through to get to enlargement. People will just strive with you for nothing. Right now, some of you at work, somebody just... Satan just woke up one boss just to strive with you. You don't know what you did. You've done everything to please this man. As soon as we announced enlargement four months or three months ago about the conference, there goes this boss. These are the contention that comes before your enlargement. So that you are ready. You won't say God has abandoned me. Ah, me, I won't attend conference anymore. How come after conference I get all this trouble? This Isaac went through it. Say amen. And then the Bible says, they strove with him and they said the water is ours. And he called the name Isaac. Somebody say Isaac. Meaning they strove with me. You will go through Isaac. Look at your neighbor say, welcome to Isaac. Oh yeah, you will go through Isaac. They will strive with you. Some of you right now, your husband is striving with you. Your wife is striving after conference. All kinds of strife contention in your life. Next verse. And he digged another well. And they strove also. And he called the name Sitna. Somebody say Sitna. Sitna is, is where people just talk about you for nothing. That is, they, they discuss you when they gather on their dining table. You are the topic. You are the topic. You are their topic. Ah, Apostle Felix. Oh, he's building, he's expanding. He has a tree in the church. I told them, come together. <laughs> the gate is open. I would tell the security, open the gate, come and pluck money from the tree. Because they will talk. Somebody said they will talk. They will talk. Don't worry about what people are saying. If somebody writes anything about you on Facebook, relax. You are where? You are in sit. Is it sit now? That's where you are. They will talk. They will talk. They will strive with you. They will gather behind your back and say things that are uncomely. You didn't do them. You don't even have a clue what they are, they are saying. I think it was one day I was listening to Pastor Chris Oyakilome and he said, he said, media people are all liars. And I didn't understand what he was saying. He said, listen, one day he read an article they wrote about him. He said he's wondering, is it me or don't I know myself anymore? Everything they wrote, he said, is a lie. He doesn't, he's not even aware. So don't let people make you feel intimidated. They will write things about you. Somebody will just wake up and write funny things. Write funny things about you. Was he not a man of God? Man of God. Prophet. I know his church called me after my, 10 days after my late wife died, and said to me, listen, uh, the spirit that killed your wife is going to follow the next, this is what a man of God called me to tell me, and that he's the only one that can pray. I should give him 20,000 rands to go to the mountain for me. Then the, my wife is, was just buried. You, you just imagine how human, you know, I couldn't respond to it because I'm, I'm, I'm in mourning. How wicked can somebody be? How wicked? A prophet. Now, if he can do that to an apostle like me, what is he doing to his congregation? He tells me that the spirit will attack the next one I'm going to marry, that, that only him can pray. Now, church, I know this guy. I know where his church is. If his church is the last church in Johannesburg, I will not attend. If you stand me and that man in terms of ranking in the spirit, we are not equal at all on any level. And then I must pay you 20,000 to pray for me. I'm, I'm, this is not science fiction. He may be listening. Just that I don't want to mention his name. I was so angry. So, somebody says, sit now. You will go through it. People will write about you. They will say things about you. People you've loved, you've cared for. 
they would talk bad of you. But don't worry. Your enlargement is here. Next verse, as we conclude, keep going. He removed from thence and dig another well, and they strove not. And he called it what? Rehoboth. Somebody say Rehoboth. Rehoboth means God has made room for me. Supernatural enlargement. Enlargement means increase. It means expansion. It means spreading out. It means more room. More room. God has made room for me. Church, there is room for you. I want us to rise. Did you receive something tonight? I said, did you receive something tonight? I know I didn't come very serious tonight, but I, I just came from honeymoon. I can't be that serious. Amen. I'm very happy right now. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. God is faithful. God is a restorer. I'm telling you, he has restored my joy. Amen. And let me tell you what he's done for me. He will do double for you. Can I hear your amen like you are serious? I say, what God has done for me, he will do double of that for you. In the name of Jesus. I want us to lift up our voice and just go before God and say, pray this prayer of Jabez. We will not stop praying it, Father, that that would bless me and enlarge my territory. In a few minutes, pray that prayer. Pray it like you are serious. Cry unto God. Let God give you the seeing eye, the hearing ear. In the name of Jesus, can we just go before God in prayer? Somebody just pray, cry unto God. Oh yes, cry unto him, Father. That thou wouldest bless me, O God. I come like Jabez tonight. I come like Jabez tonight, Father. Lord, you are a prayer answering God. The Bible says you granted Jabez his request. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I come to you, Lord, and I pray tonight like Jabez. We come as a corporate body and we say, Father, that thou wouldest bless us and enlarge our territory. My Father, that thou wouldest bless us and expand our territory. Expand us in influence expand us in finances expand us oh God almighty in numbers oh God expand us enlarge our course oh God somebody pray like you are serious let God hear your voice tonight oh God oh God of my fathers my father in the name of Jesus I come before you oh God almighty you that changed the story of Jabez the Bible said Jabez was born in sorrow and his mother named him Jabez my father but he cried out to you oh Lord that thou wouldest bless me indeed and you enlarge my coast my father enlarge my capacity to dream enlarge my capacity for vision enlarge my mind oh God almighty enlarge me father enlarge my finances enlarge this house enlarge house of treasures enlarge our influence all over the nations of the world in the name of Jesus Christ somebody pray Lord enlarge our territory Father we will not stop praying Lord our stronghold is in prayers we fortify our life with prayers tonight crying out to you Father that you enlarge our territory enlarge our territory Lord bless us indeed Father bless us oh God and enlarge our coast my God, Shanema, Labrande Boragadaya, Rabababa, Shade Bragadaya da Bregade, E Rababande Mondeke Fregebelem Bregete, Radebashiga Brande Colabarande, Mande Corebe Sombre di Jabrande, Maraca Payagada Balacata, E Rapote Kesupreke Felegete, Embranda Payabrande Ketemenege de Bediarabara. My Father, enlarge our coast, Father. In the name of Jesus. One more prayer I want us to pray. Church, I believe that our influence in this nation is becoming more visible and visible. 
I want us to pray. Church, by reason of House of Treasures being in Johannesburg, in between now and end of 2023, we will pray at least, let 50% of Johannesburg be saved. How many of you believe it's possible? Hello, church, I want you to agree with me, church. This is my prayer. Lord, that as long as I'm in this nation and I'm in this soil, let 50% of everybody living in Johannesburg be saved between now and end of next year. Do you know what that will do to this nation? That 50% of Johannesburg are Pentecostal, born again, tongue-talking, baptizing the Holy Ghost Christian. Are you going to pray that prayer? Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we release our faith right now and believe you for Johannesburg, for Houghton, that 50% of the people that live in Houghton province in Johannesburg be saved between now and end of 2023. Open your mouth and begin to pray. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we release our faith tonight. Shaka pataya da braga baya da ba, imbranda baya brande kete kele braga da, rabande kole brege vele mendele bredegede, shada baya gada malagada baya gada madagada, mande kopalaga brande kete menegede, erebadege bredi valamantele bredi alabada. Father, let fifty percent, at least minimum fifty percent of the people that live in this province be saved, O God Almighty. That Father God Almighty, that 50% of the people that live in this province be saved, oh God. Come to the saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ between now and end of 2023. Somebody pray. Let's cry out to Jesus. Oh, yes. Shayayaya bakadamone kesusa. Irabonde mesufra kepaladose. My father, we pray for the salvation of this nation. We pray. We pray from our president to the ministers, Lord, to the parliamentarians, to the head of all the political parties. Lord, we release salvation over this nation. We pray for the salvation of this nation, oh God. Shayaya badagada bada, mandede de devoshondo brekete, erababa shayabada, para de kose breki balamante, ambrada bababa shaya, eyayayaya badagada, malikatos ke breke vedemente, rande beke supra kapayada, arabasha baya barato, embranda baye kembrekete, rekosho breke vila barata. Father, let salvation come over this nation. That all men be saved. We bless you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful tonight. Thank you for the word that we have received. Lord, I'm praying for each and every one of us. From myself to everyone here today. That Father, you help us to enlarge our capacity in our mind. Father, for this enlargement to happen, for us to see it manifest physically, it has to begin in our minds. Lord, help us to take responsibility. We receive grace tonight to build a mindset for enlargement. To build a mindset for enlargement. That Father, gone are the days when we are slothful in building our mindset that we will stand upon our watch and we will wait to see what he will say to us father help us to build vision a mindset that will build vision for territories just like isaac from one territory to another they kept stopping him until he got a territory that none of us will be stopped until we get our territories in the name of Jesus Christ, I release grace upon you to take territories. I release grace upon you to take territories. I release grace upon you to take territories. In the name of Jesus Christ, somebody shout, I receive it. Father, we thank and honor you. We bless you, Lord. It's our season of enlargement. 
And I declare, Father, just like I've prayed in secret, that no one will be exempted from this enlargement. Everybody on the House of Treasures Ministries and everyone connected to this ministry will experience supernatural enlargement. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we pray and the church say, Amen. Do you believe in your prayers? Put those hands together for Jesus.